America loves school shooters. I know. Let me it's tell like, you. Like, we, we are we should not change all the school mascots to just school shooters. Yeah, yeah, for real. Just change them all to different types of guns. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. Yeah. I know. It's nuts. We we love it out it's here. It's the Tulsa Remingtons. This episode of Unloading Me is not brought to you by your favorite food delivery service such as DoorDash or Uber Eats, but it could be. You can obviously tell from this frame. I use those services quite a bit. So help me out and help the channel out. Reach out to those companies and tell them to sponsor this fat ass. Now, back to the show. All right, guys, my next guest is the ultra funny and hilarious. I don't know why I did two adjectives right there. <laughs> Actually, three if I said ultra. Was ultra an adjective? I don't know. Fuck, uh, I just no, messed no, it up it's already. A word. It's a word. Yeah, I'm high. Um, <laughs> the host of the Getting Greasy podcast and also one of the co-hosts or hosts of the open mic at the Hunt Club, correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, give it I up. I am one of the hosts of the Getting Greasy podcast. <laughs> one of the hosts of the Getting yeah, Get Greasy podcast. We'll get this covered. We'll get it. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Zach Amon. What's up? What's up? What's up? That camera. Yeah. Yeah, What's this up? camera. Yeah. Yeah, cameras. Yeah, I like cameras. cameras. They're neat, aren't they? They are cool. <laughs> this is a neat setup. This feels like the most legit podcast I've done. Thank you. That's and the I've goal. Been, That's the goal. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing a podcast for three years, and it's nowhere <laughs> okay. near this nice. We don't even have cameras. We just use we just zoom our buddy. Well, this like this took man about two years to prepare for and get the set built and everything like yeah. that. Well, uh, it looks great. Thank you. Thank At least you. on this wall. <laughs> uh, we spent some time on it. Um, the show had a lot of different iterations. Yeah. Uh, and then just through COVID, this was like my obsession was just collecting and stuff like that. And I told you off camera, yeah, like yeah. I flip figures for a living and stuff like that for a little bit. Yeah, no, it, fucking you're putting in work. Can we swear? Yeah. Can I can, I can yeah, swear? Yeah, you can swear. Awesome. We're I past like the first 30 seconds or whatever, so we can swear whatever we want. Awesome. I love swearing. Yay, it's swearing. Fun. It's a good time. <laughs> so, man, uh, tell the viewers about yourself, man. How long have you been in the comedy game? Oh, boy. Uh, so I've been doing comedy here in Tulsa for this, I believe, I, I actually think next Year will be nine years. Wow! Yeah. Congrats, man. Yeah, because I think I started in 2014. I was in college. Uh, I was like 19, I think. Okay. So we, I, uh, <clears throat> I did a talent show at my college. I wanted to. I was like, that's. I wanted to do stand up at the talent show, and I won. I ended up winning. So oh, I was nice. like, all right. So there used to be a club in Tulsa called the Comedy Parlor, and that's where I went and did like technically my first actual open mic and then yeah just kind of stuck to it and then here i am still bad <laughs> so know well, how it is well thank you for coming on unloading meat man well, i appreciate it i was uh, excited it's nice man especially when like when people reach out that like i don't want to say like okay uh how am i gonna phrase this like people that are known in the community and stuff like that and like are already established names as far as like mm-hmm. past where i am like, i'm still a newbie to the, the area and stuff like that and yeah. to the, the field the community so it's nice to have people that are more established really wanting to come over here and help support the channel and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Anything to be in front of a camera. <laughs> Hello, viewers. Oh, I mean, that's why I have my podcast, too. <laughs> I'm an attention whore, man. Yeah, Can't I you just, tell? I yeah. love this camera and this camera. That's a good camera, too. <laughs> this camera's nice, too. It's on you. Yeah, Look at it you. Is. Looking Look at pretty. Oh. I like the red glasses. Thank you. Those are cool. Thank you. Nice. I have a wide uh, variety of them. I have white, blue, turquoise, red, pink. I just have these black ones. <laughs> uh, uh, I work for a different, uh, whole bunch of different cell phone carriers. Oh, and nice. I like to like to accessorize, like I, you know, depending on uh, what uh, company you're working yeah. for. Yeah, <laughs> so like over the years, I had different pairs of glasses for them, yeah. and I just now just there's a whole you know I have my blue ones. Nice. Like so, yeah, I worked at all the different fucking yeah, carriers. Like the infinity glasses. Yeah, the infinity. I like that. <laughs> I like that. We're gonna have to coin that for yeah, a fucking podcast. Put it up. <laughs> put it up on the wall. Yeah, the shelf. Yep. The infinity glasses. Yes. That's actually pretty fucking cool. Hey, sometimes I have an idea. <laughs> it's not all the time, but it's occasional. Good thing I had you sign that waiver. Yes. <laughs> all these <laughs> ideas are yours. Please. <laughs> No, man. Uh, Let me tell you about an updated Trump hat I have. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm listening. Nice. Uh, that's actually, it's still in That's actually a Trump mask up there. Oh, really? Inside yeah. of it? Yeah. Nice. Uh, the viewers can't see. I have a Star-Lord helmet on display. I was curious uh, what, what the hair was. So, like, uh, <laughs> the helmet itself doesn't have any interior. It's just Star-Lord's helmet. Yeah. So, like, when I was trying to put on the helmet stand, I was like, there, it just falls right through. There's nothing to hold it suspended. Ah. So, my dad, for Halloween one night, time, had, like, an old Trump mask. It was a joke. And he was like, try that. And I was As like. a joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, now after yeah. he lost, it's a joke. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, I did have a buddy uh, during the height of the Trump presidency. He bought one of the Trump flags that where they re- photoshopped him on Rambo. Oh yeah, and we were like, "Why did you buy that?" And he goes, "Because one day I'm gonna have kids," and he goes, "And they're gonna hear about this." <laughs> And I'm going to be like, no, you don't understand how wild this was. Yeah. And he's like, let me pull out this flag in my closet. Yeah. And then show him that and be like, this was our president. So like, I, I kind of... Uh, he some... photoshopped himself on Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of... I love the ones also that have him on like the Velociraptor too. And yeah. Like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and always with machine guns with lots of ammo. Yeah. Uh, God, I miss him. <laughs> uh, just wait. It's coming, soon. <laughs> coming soon to a... Country or voting station in your nah, I, I don't know if he, I mean I don't know I don't know if he's, we're not gonna get political. Yeah, we're not gonna get political. I don't know if he's what do you mean? Back. We're not gonna do that. No, because I mean I like to get political, but I don't know fuck all about yeah. anything. <laughs> I'm like whatever, man. Well, like uh, my ex's family were hardcore Trumpers, and I, you know, they still are probably whatever. Yeah. Um, one of the things they sent us, they sent us coloring books for the kids that were like. Uh, let's jail Hillary and like Trump the American <laughs> hero, and they were like these fucking coloring books that were just all that. You kind gotta of shit. admit, and like the, man, the marketing man, like you the merchandising. Admit, the right is funny. They have some funny shit that yeah. they put out. I remember being in. Um, I mean, honestly, the rights what kept comedy clubs open or had the comedy clubs come back true, open. True, true. Burton and toured, and it was the right that you know people yeah. that were there coming out in droves. Yeah, I, I, you know, living here, COVID didn't exist. So, uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I started, I was doing shows on my front porch for a while, just like outside, like bringing the comics in, being like, yeah, well, let's do a show on my front porch. And then eventually we got the hunt club and then we could do the hunt club outside because that was when outside was declared safe. So, you know, I, it's oh, whatever, that's why they, that's whatever why about COVID, whatever your feelings are, but you that's know. That's why they have the outside stage with the flag and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause I've only been to the hunk club once that last time I was there with you. When you yeah. We were probably inside. We uh, it's been getting a little nicer. Yeah. It's un- unreasonably chilly March in Oklahoma, but it's getting nicer. So once it starts getting nicer, we'll do it outside more. Cause the outside is dope. It's cool. We can all fucking smoke out there, and it's you know a little quieter than when you're in the bar. People in the bar like to talk. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, when did you start with the hunk club? When did you start getting doing the open mics there? Uh, I think it was. I know it's been over a year. I don't know if it's been two years yet, but I know it's been it's at least been a year and a half because I know we started like near the end of like COVID, like near the end of probably like not like the end of COVID, but like you know what I mean. Yeah, because because technically, didn't the government just in, say COVID's over now officially like this month or some shit? Yeah, or like some that? shit like COVID's that. over, guys. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> uh, Yay! But yeah, it. So we started doing it there because we could do it outside, yeah. and then, and then it just like, I don't know. Now it's like grown into this big thing where like I had to, I ended up having to change how I do the sign up because it was getting to a point where, like, the last ten comics were get to performing for people because yeah. we were getting like twenty, twenty six, you know, comics. Yeah, uh, which like I bet to some people who big, live in big cities, like twenty six. What the hell? That ain't nothing. Yeah. But here, that's a fuck ton. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, also you got to go even if you're doing five minutes times twenty six. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's just going to eat up the time. People are going to go to other venues to go to other stuff. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's just, Tulsa's a city, so it's going to be popping. Yeah, of course. Uh, I changed it this Wednesday again. To, how'd, that, how'd that go? It went all right. I had it, so I've been capping it at 15 with an overflow, and then if you're on the overflow, you get to go next week automatically. And it filled up real fast, real early yeah. this week. And so everybody kept giving me that little look, you know, that little, you're really going to... Put me on the overflow kind of a look. And I'm like, well, fuck. All right. So I pr- I took it to 20 overflow. I was like, 20's fair. Yeah. I can give you t- I can give you 20. Yeah. I don't care. I really don't care personally. Yeah. I, I, I can be out there all night. Yeah. I like it. I just feel bad that I'm taking away from Starlight's mic and, you know, there taking are... away from people also being seen. So I'm trying to just trying to make it fun for everybody. I, I got to say, though, that, uh, I appreciate what you just said. Like, you don't want to take away from Starlight's mic. Specifically because, like, not that I, like, uh, 
play favors or anything. Like that. I think it's cool that when venues and people that are hosts are trying to like help the community as a whole and be cognizant yeah. of that. Uh, I find that very great, not just for you know just the community as a whole, but also for me personally because mm-hmm. like I can hit up multiple spots and actually possibly get those reps in. Yeah, uh, you've seen how far away I live. Yeah, so like when I travel, it's nice to have multiples. Yeah, it's nice that we have actually have a few days where you can do a couple. Yeah. Um, and I know they have some on bow- I mean, Mondays and Tuesdays with the bounty and stuff like that too. Uh, I just can't for my schedule. Like I have my kids on Mondays and Tuesdays, mm. so like I'm never gonna schedule anything on those days because I'm, I'm gonna be here. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I'm just not gonna be booked on those days. Yeah. Uh, unless it's like during the day, you know, when they're in school or something like that, I'll just shoot a podcast or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but traditionally, the you bounty know, lounge. If you ever get a chance, if there's ever an off night, yeah, definitely uh, the bounty lounge is a fun one. It's I want to go. Yeah. Interesting. It's it's what we call the new reds. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, like, feel uh, uh, honestly, guys. Like, I'm not trying to say disparage any uh, bar or anything like that, or any. No, no, mic. no. It's literally just my schedule. Yeah. No, uh, a lot. Of I the... love all open mics, and I love everybody doing this shit in Tulsa. Yeah, all the bars we do the open mics at are awesome for the most part. Yeah. Uh, I think all I haven't been to, I haven't been to Kendall's yet, just because I've been, I've just always had something to do on a Thursday. Yeah. So, once I get to Kendall's, which I'm sure is great, it's hosted by JB, who's amazing. Yeah. So it uh. A lot of good mics in this town. Yeah, um, I'm really happy with the amount of mics there are. Uh, specifically, just because, like, you know, I don't know if you heard it on like some of the other podcasts I talked about. Like, I 15 years ago tried uh-huh. and had a bad <laughs> shit happen. Uh, yeah. So back at that time, it was only Looney Bin. So yeah. when that kind of shit happened, I just gave up because I didn't think there was any other option. Yeah, comedy so, became very different. I will say in Tulsa after COVID, and I don't want to say I had something to do with it. <laughs> I don't want to say that creating a nice, supportive environment where you allow people to be funny had anything to do with it. <laughs> I don't want to say that at all. But that's all. Like, that's always been my philosophy: is just like let's just be funny and work on being funny, and from that we can grow. And I think that's kind of what's happened: is that you know we've kind of been allowing people to like explore and experiment and try new things. Yeah, because you know. COVID happened, and a lot of the people who used to be, like, the old guard of the scene kind of were like, no. Yeah. And then the- and I said, fuck it. <laughs> I was like, I, I can't not do comedy. Like, I just, I gotta do something. That's and the way, so- that's why it was. Like, uh, pri- like, I broke, I had an emotional breakdown, like, from my cell phone career. Uh, <clears throat> right, January 2020, January 2020, like, right before COVID. Yeah. Started a new job at a call center in March. And then I got sick with COVID in training, and they canceled the training and stuff like that. And by the time I got better and stuff, they paid me for a little bit. But by June, they were like, we don't have a job for you to come back to, basically, for training. So I had no job. And COVID, I went, just kind of lost myself. I lost everything. And then, you know, honestly, like, that's what caused my my divorce and all that shit. Mm. Like, I had a, I had rock bottom for a while. Yeah. Uh, Also, like, my depression, my anxiety, everything skyrocketed. I told you off camera, like, I was afraid to go out and crowd and stuff. Mm. Uh, panic attacks. If I was in like a big Walmart and there's like a lot of crowds, I yeah. just I still suffer from panic attacks. Yeah. So like weed honestly helped me a lot just because I don't know if you see me like at a club, I'm smoking a lot. Yeah. Uh, that allows me to be in crowds. Yeah. That allows me to do stand up and like that's let me be from where I was because yeah. 2021 was the last time I tried to get on stage for karaoke, which was I was a big fan of. I love yeah. karaoke. Oh, and man, I I get too nervous to do it. I love it, and honestly, that's what got me back into stand up. Yeah. Because it bridged me over to, like, I was, I'm the guy, like, when I do karaoke, I'm, like, you know, actually having fun with the, the crowd. I'm yeah. singing it. I'm actually doing, like, a performance. I'm not just singing the, you know, the thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm having a good time up there. And that. You're hamming it up. Yeah. Yeah. And that allowed me to kind of get over some of the stage presence jitters and stuff like that to actually get my foot back into trying stand-up again last yeah. year. Uh, I honestly say, guys, I can't stress enough. If you ever want to like work on stage presence, something like that, go to karaoke bars. Have a few yeah. drinks and have some fun. Yeah, it's definitely a way to kind of loosen you up in front of strangers. Yeah, in a, in a way, it's weird though. I like I can. It's so much easier for me to get on stage and do stand up or perform, like because I used to do theater yeah. and like do shit like that. But I cannot do karaoke. Like it just there's something about it really that like just genuinely because like I think part of it is that I want to be good at it. Yeah, like I want to be like okay. Yeah, but I know me and I'm like I can't sing. <laughs> I can't. I, can't I, I never did choir or anything like that. Um, I can play just, guitar. That's it. Really? Yeah, I, I, I tried. I got, the the most the closest I ever got to guitar was I did like that. Did you ever play the, like the Rocksmith game or see that? No, I was I was a Guitar Hero kid. Oh, oh I was too. That's what yeah. got me into like. I was the kid that was like, okay, 
Everybody made fun of Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero, so they're like, "Hey, if you're playing Guitar Hero, you should play the real guitar or something." Yeah. Like that. All that joke that everybody had about that shit. I was the dumbass. I was like, "You know what? You're right. I'm gonna try the real guitar." Yeah. And then they had this game called Rocksmith, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it, I, I know what it is. It's cool. Uh, I've played. My dad has it actually. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Like, it, it, and uh, it taught me the guitar for about a year and stuff. And then like. I sold it because I was broke for a while. I tried I lost my job for a little yeah. bit and stuff like that. And I just never got back into an instrument. Yeah. Uh, I played saxophone in high school. Oh man. I really do want to learn how to play saxophone. That's really? like a dream uh instrument for me. It's like saxophone, cello, and uh a didgeridoo. Uh <laughs> something like that. Uh saxophone for me and then a uh what's it called? Uh uh the electronic instrument. The theremin? The theremin. Theremin would be cool, too. I, wanna, I was thinking I actually, the same thing. I want to buy a theremin yeah. so bad. That, because fucking just I, your hand, that thing's so dope. Dude, when taxes came in this year, you have no idea how many times <laughs> I added a theremin to my cart. <laughs> like, I was on Sweetwater's website. Shout out to Sweetwater. They helped me with oh, this, yeah, this I, shit. I bought, my, uh, I bought my guitar off Sweetwater. Really? Yeah. Uh... Dude, they're they're super nice. Free shipping on everything, and yeah. like, dude, I would love a sponsorship from them. They uh, email you and like <laughs> check up on you. They send you a bag of candy with every order. Yeah, that's so nice. Like, I was like, like, holy shit, it's a like guitar and candy, and it's like all candies that would like be nice for like a lozenge or something like that when yeah, you're talking yeah. like, or lozenge. Uh, but what was I getting off? We're high. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, no, but like when I did the last time I did karaoke or tried to with my ex wife now. Like just signing up in that crowd, I had a panic attack. Yeah, and I had to like run out of the room because I'm also I found out I'm claustrophobic, oh, extremely claustrophobic. Yeah, that's never fun. Uh, found that out when I had a sleep study. Huh. Uh, they strapped me into the bed and I lasted maybe an hour or so and started having panic attacks so yeah. bad. They had to call an ambulance to get me on oxygen. Oh wow! Like I just couldn't handle being strapped down or held down. They're like, you realize that you're extremely claustrophobic? I was like, I do now. I think that's more just like, oh, I just don't like being strapped down. I, um, <laughs> I had my car wreck in January, and I'm still like doing the MRIs and stuff. Yeah. And I, it took three MRIs and sedation just to get one MRI, MRI done because yeah. they strapped my neck in, and I instant panic attack. I'd I, have a... I can't do it. I can't be held down or anything. It's just something about my trauma from the past and stuff. I have a fucked up childhood a little bit. <laughs> no, I mean, that's fair. Everybody yeah. has those things. I have a... And then we turn into comics. I have a... Yeah. <laughs> I have a real anxiety about driving in rain. Really? Yeah. So like driving here a little bit was. A yeah. Little, thank you for being here. That's one of the. That's one of the things that that's like it's one like there's not a lot of thing. There's a few things that cause me like real true anxiety because kind of opposite for you, COVID actually cured a lot of my anxiety. Really? Like I kind of had. Yeah, it brought this, out the worst of me. I kind of had this moment where I was like, "Oh, my life's truly not in my control," and so I just kind of let that go, and I'm like, "All right." And so now I just, it just like, it relaxed me in a way that I couldn't explain. Yeah. And so I just kind of was like, because that's when I made the decision to be like, I'm doing shows on my porch. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm, you know, I'll bite the bullet. I don't care. I, you know, I was like, I can't, I, it's just, it was hard for me because it was like, we're in Oklahoma. It, people were assholes about it. And there was nothing I could do to avoid them being assholes. And so... I was like, well, I'm just going to play the cards that I'm dealt with. And it cur- it really did curb a lot of my anxiety. But no, but driving in rain is a huge anxiety induced because I wrecked, not in rain, but on a wet day. Yeah. And it was just like, I flipped the car. It was like crazy. I didn't get like super hurt, but like yeah. it was just like. Now it's like things. trigger kind of thing. Like, a little bit, like coming around curves, curves for sure. Yeah. Get me. But um, I can get that. Yeah. And then like show days, like big show days. Yeah. Like we did the Kane show a couple weeks back. Congrats! I want to say that personally. Oh, congrats on that. That thank was a, you. I wasn't able to get there, but man, I'm it so was, proud of you guys. It was crazy. It was nuts. It was. It exceeded. We did not, because like, the guy was like, "Yeah, we can seat 150, 200 standing," and then we ended up hitting 308 people. Like, damn. Through, and it was, they were killer. Thank you, thank you. They were killer crowds, and it was a killer crowd, and like all the comics brought some great. <laughs> Sound effects. Yeah, we got those. Nice, and all the comics brought great eat. So it was, it was incredibly fun. But, dude, the two weeks like leading up to that show, because like, I think a week before, like two weeks before that, I, we like me and David, who I put the show on with, we went and opened for Ian, Ian Fidance and McAllister, who like were huge fans of, and so that was a big deal show. But like, I was nowhere near the level of like anxiety. As that Kane show, like sure. those two weeks, I was like, I couldn't breathe. I was like sweating randomly. I would just be walking around, getting lightheaded, being like, "Oh no, 
That's just me being called obese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my grandmother was like, "You might be diabetic," and I'm like, "Oh well, fuck." Um, <laughs> Shit, it runs in the family. But yeah, so it it's like big Wrong. show days, and then honestly, like right before I go on stage, I get a big I get a big surge of it, and um. But other than that, like, it's just, like, little things. Like, when shit starts getting kind of exciting, I get a little anxious. Because I'm, I'm, like, a little, I'm a little rapscallion, and I, I kind of like to instigate. <laughs> I kind of yeah. like to be like, what? And, like, start shit. Because I look like a dad. I know I look like your dad, yeah. you know? I look like a dad, but, like, I am just an absolute degenerate, and I love chaos. And I think it's fun. I don't know if you'll get this reference, but for the first time I saw you, and even now, you look so much like the lead singer of Joy Division. Or Joy Wave. I don't understand that one. Okay, there's a band, there's an alt band called Joy Wave. Uh, Joy Wave. You've probably heard some of their songs. Uh, Maybe I probably have. Uh, they do a lot of different. Uh, I get Bob Belcher a lot. Bob Belcher. I get that. But so uh, Sean and I used to host that, and uh, we did a we had a night that happened to fall on like Halloween or like the week of Halloween. So we all dressed up, and I dressed up as Bob. And uh, I nice. did. I did all. I wrote jokes as Bob Belcher and did all of the stand up as Bob. That's fucking cool. It was fun. It nice. was like super cheesy and corny, but it was fun. I'm just like, I'm so. It's on ha- YouTube. I'm so happy that Chris Hemsworth went fat for the last Avengers movie, so I have a Halloween costume to go to through now. That's Fat Thor. Oh hell yeah, dude! You'd be a cool Fat Thor. I have the axe up there. You do have the. Oh dude. That's yeah, so, so I have the axe and the hammer. Like so, yeah, I would love to. That's why I go, growing out the double, hair too. Double wielding. I mean, I got the beard growing out, you and do? I got the it's hair. Good. It's coming out, man. Yeah. I'm a fat Viking. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's some fucking Vikings are cool. Nah, it's just like, I don't know. Like, I've always wanted to grow out my hair, and like, I, I grew out my hair my senior year of high school. Yeah. And on graduation day, like, I had blonde hair, like bright blonde hair. Uh, I, When I wore a hat, it looked like Chris from Family Guy. <laughs> like, that's honestly what it looked like. Yeah. And somebody told me that, like, right before graduation. I was like, fuck this. So... Our principal was like, if you have any bad haircuts or anything like that, I'm not going to hand you your, your little certificate on stage. And I was like, yeah. fuck this guy. I'm always kind of anti-authority <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. So, like, graduation night, I shaved it into a long bleach blonde mohawk. Nice. And just walked up on stage and, like, had it under my thing. But I took my cap off as I walked up stage. And he got to see it and the whole crowd and everything like that. And I made him <laughs> shake my hand. I like like this. So he was pissed, but I still got, you know, yeah. I graduated. I'm just, I'm, I don't know why. I've always had that. Like, if you tell me something, I'm like, Really? Plus, it's ridiculous to be like, I'm going to hold your diploma if your hair looks funny. Yeah, like, and also it's ceremonial. Fucked, it's ceremonial because like we didn't even get the real diploma. That's not until the following Monday. Yeah. It's just a blank piece of paper in yeah. the thing. It's all for the fucking ceremony. It's like, get fucked, bro. Just let me graduate yeah. high school. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, he shot a student the year before, that same year, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, shouldn't act that up. Um, I told you to be quiet. <laughs> no. Mr. Spencer. We've, we've told this on the other podcast before, but like... Uh, we had there's a former student that like was drunk and lived like literally one street behind him uh-huh. and he thought that the front door was locked he was going into his house but he was one street over uh-huh. he was at the principal's house didn't know it oh no so he's like oh i'm locked out so i'm going to crawl in through the window to get into my house and he was yeah. in the whitey tidies and he crawled in the hallway and as soon as he got in there the principal was there with a shotgun and blew him away cuz it was an intruder oh shit and then recognized that it was a former student Damn. Yeah, and like the rest of the school year, the principal just like locked himself in the the, the office the entire time. Didn't, like, <laughs> want to talk to students or anything like that. Like, I mean, honestly, I mean, it's, it's not the, funny. It, I don't know why I'm no, laughing, but, but it's like, funny. So like, like, it's like, kind of, it's like, it's so absurdly the, the situation's like absurdly funny. Like, it's yeah. just like it's, it's unfortunate. He didn't even like ask questions. He just, just was like, like, kill first, ask questions. I mean, later. it's a dad with the two kids there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand if there was an intruder in my house and I didn't know. I'm, yeah, so yeah. that's gonna happen. I mean, I guess if it was in like the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's yeah. more fair than I thought. It, I thought it was in the daytime. And Stranger I was in like, his underwear, drunkenly busting through the hallway to like be, uh, window. Yeah. 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 You're gonna blow him away. Something's gonna happen. That's true. Uh, uh, Maybe gun regulations, kid. Yeah, well, you know that's yeah. when they're important. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't mean to be a downer on the podcast. No, I think I just think a, that's. I a, honestly a positive school shooting. I just think <laughs> I just think it's so funny to think of that. <laughs> We're pro school shootings. Here. Yeah, I just think it's so funny. Well, to apparently think of America like, is yeah. right now because oh, we've dude. had like 137 this dude, whole America, year. America loves school shooters. I know. It's like, like, we, we are we not change all the school mascots to just school shooters. Yeah, yeah, for real. Just change them all to different types of guns. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. Yeah. I know. It's nuts. We we love it out it's here. It's the Tulsa Remingtons. Yeah. 
We 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 love it out here in America. Yeah, um, like literally, like, I think the statistic is like we've had like what 133 or something like that. This uh, just this year, too many. It's oh, it's in the hundreds. I know, and it's the three months we've been here. Oh, it's gonna be like five months on this time this airs. Yeah, yeah, America. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> it rules, man. It does. Uh, but it no, does. I just I'm just thinking about that like principal sitting in his office just being like i wonder if i could get away with another one (laughs) (laughs) like i like to think that he recognized him and was like i remember this guy he was a piece of shit i want to know like what if uh, how long before he's like i wonder if i can roll with the rug (laughs) that was my first thought wasn't how long until that thought coming in your mind came in your mind uh uh i mean my school year was fucked up we had the band director fondle a kid in the instrument closet. Damn. Uh, the year before that, the the biggest one was uh, our basketball coach, our women's basketball coach, was arrested and charged and went to prison and all that stuff for making a student perform oral sodomy on him. It was a 17-year-old girl. Oral sodomy is... Oh, eating ass? ass? Yeah, eating ass. Oh. Uh, Never so, heard it referred to as no. I mean, sodomy. I dude, I was like sixteen at the time, and I was like, I don't know what these terms are. There wasn't a fucking Urban <laughs> Dictionary back in those days, so like they had like in the papers, it's just like accused of oral sodomy. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it's eating ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess you can't put eating ass in a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like uh, allegedly, I want to say allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, I mean, I he went it. to prison, so like shit happened. Yeah. Uh, the biggest th- fucking weird thing about it was just all those players and the parents were like. Like doing protests and like pickets outside the schools, like bring back our coach and stuff. We don't care if he yeah. eats ass. He yeah. took us to the state championship, <laughs> motherfucker. There's yeah. a trophy in the case to prove it. Yeah. I mean, there was one story allegedly, like from a friend, uh, and again, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> that uh he inten- he also taught like uh history or some shit. Yeah. He had all of his classroom facing this certain way, like facing the front, like all the class the the desks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then his desk was at the back. Yeah. And he would have aides go underneath his table and give him head, apparently, and, like, have movie days and, like, turn the lights down. And, like, if you turn around, you get an F for the day. And he's getting head underneath the desk while fucking kids are watching movies. Damn. Yeah. Uh, let's do it with a pimp. Damn. <laughs> Take notes, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, ale- again, allegedly. Yeah. But that was one of the stories that was going around. Is like I don't remember anything in, like, my school... This all happened in my four year span. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember anything like that going. I remember that, like there were rumors. Well, there was like a I do vaguely remember there being like um I think she was like the new cheerleader cat like coach or basketball coach or something like that. Anyway, she ended up fucking like this kid who was like the quarterback of the Anyway, she, the way you just passed that off. Yeah. <laughs> she ended up fucking this kid that was the quarterback of the football team, and we were all just like him? Like there was just a moment where all of us were just like that goofy fucker. You're gonna, you're gonna fuck him, <laughs> and we were just like, well, I guess teach their own. What are you gonna do? Yeah. I mean, I my my school year was fucked, like so. Like I went through therapy and stuff after my divorce, and uh, on I mean I can't recommend enough. It helped me a lot. Uh, but one of the things that is like repressed memories you kind of uncover. Yeah, and kind of go through it. And like one time we were going through. I posted on my Facebook once. Uh. You know, you go through like, oh, let's talk about high school. And it was all great. It was jovial and stuff like that. And then you have this repressed memory of like the time you got in a fight with another kid in the weight room. And the coach was like, oh, look at the little faggots. And then he made us hold hands in full football gear and do laps around the football field while the rest of the coaches and the football team, cheerleaders, everybody, heckled us and called us the gay couple and faggots and laughed at us as we did laps around the football field. And the entire time we're just holding hands like, I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. And they're like, look at the little queers. Look at the little queers. And oh, like this is like man. two years after my sexual assault, so like I'm already dealing with shit. And like <laughs> I locked that fucking memory away. I didn't remember this for the longest fucking time until therapy. And then like that guy that I held hands with is now like a friend. He's like a bartender down at the fucking bar down the road. Yeah. And so like I encounter him like once a week or once every couple of weeks to go to the bar. Yeah. And so like totally didn't remember that memory until yeah. therapy. And then I went back and there's like now it's awkward. Yeah. Because now I'm encountering and I don't think he even remembers it or wants to talk about it. I know he probably doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> like, like oh, I man. talked about it. It was fucking, yeah. I can laugh about it now. It's funny now. Oh, dude. That I is... mean, but it was rough. That was my school. <laughs> that is so fun. Was that here? Yeah. It was Dewey. I went to school oh, with Dewey. To school. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. I Driving through Dewey. Dewey, I was like, yeah. 
Don't yeah. edit that. That's hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> we'll keep talking about it. that shit. That's some shit that my fucking school would do. Too. Fuck, I'd have hopped right in on that too. I'd have been like, "You queers holding yeah. hands, dude." Like, the, I'd have yeah. ran in and held hands with both of you. Like, yeah, they made us run laps and just do that entire thing and like the entire time. Like, just, yeah, damn, it was rough. That's, that's crazy. That was the traumatic shit. <laughs> that's nuts. That's crazy. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm sorry that ha- I'm sorry that happened. To I, you, I, I can laugh about it now, Holy man. Shit, that is so fun. Such a different time, and yeah. that wasn't even that long ago. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, no, yeah, uh, Dewey, Oklahoma. No, we never really did anything. <laughs> we never really had anything like that crazy. Like, we, yeah, not that I can. Like, there were a lot of fights. Like, people fought a lot. Yeah, but other than that, like, it's just small town living. <laughs> That's just small town living. Yeah, like people fight. Um, cause I grew up in Cushing, which like, oh yeah, yeah, Cushing's very small. Oh yeah, but I, I, it's I, actually they, a little bigger now, but it's still tiny. It's crazy how like, some of these towns are ballooning. Like I remember when Owasso was small. I know Owasso was crazy. Now. Yeah, being as a little kid, Owasso was just like the suburb of Tulsa. You kind of had a few restaurants and like yeah. a Walmart. That was kind of it. Now it's like fucking mini Tulsa, basically. Right? Uh, like honestly, if you look at like compare Owasso to what's it called Tulsa Hills, mm-hmm. that area over there, and they're pretty similar. Yeah, a little bit. Like just that area seventy five where Tulsa Hills and all that yeah. whole expansion right there. That's pretty much every single restaurant and every single thing that's in Owasso is right there in that. Yeah, all section. the good ones. Yeah, yeah all the good ones. <laughs> all the good. They're like commercial cities. They're yeah. like, uh, you know, it's like little. Everything's a chain. There's not a lot of, you know, like mom and pop restaurant yeah. places. It's all a chain. You know, I mean, they're a, all like, like even it's like a capitalism city. Even here, we had a, uh, an expansion by our Lowe's and stuff a couple years ago, right before COVID. Yeah, and. Those chains like Ross, TJ Maxx, PetSmart, uh, what's it called? Great Clips. All those, even though they're not technically the own same company, they all go as one block. Yeah. So if you want to buy it, one you get all of them, and that's kind of like a status symbol kind of thing. Oh. Where like once you get like that row, then the other rows will come to you and stuff like that. And so that's how that's the way Owasso and these expansions happen. So if you see a, if you see a Ross, there's always gonna be a TJ Maxx next to it, and then like a Petco. Like they always go in groups. Bro, like that. now that you say that, they always go in groups. Bro, you just blew my mind. Now that you yeah. say that, I'm thinking about it. And their status things like once those bl- that, that block happens, then other companies will jump on. Like they're Chick- like, oh fuck, boys, the great clips is in. Put it this way: like <laughs> six months after that, Bartlesville got a Chick Fil A and a like a Panda Express, and like yeah. those things started hopping in and stuff. Like Bro, that. Cushing's got a Taco Bell, so it's really it's starting to step up their game a little bit. I used to work in Ardmore for a bit. Uh, oh man, Ardmore is like just like there's nothing out there but a prison, and yeah. like a few miles later, there's a casino. A lot, like, of, a lot of acts come out there, though. A lot of acts because of the casino. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that entire town is nothing but fast food restaurants. But that's it. Yeah. Like, there's just, it is like every it's fast food. It's a pass through town. It's a pass through town. And, like, it is just right next to the highway. There's just a little hub of stuff. There's my cell phone place where I work. And then there's just, like, this town is smaller than uh, probably what Cushing was or even like mm. Dewey and stuff like is. Yeah. But it has a jack in the box, Chick fil A. Like, it has like 30 restaurants in this little small area. Yeah, just right there. It's almost like it's like a drive-through, like a uh, mall food court town, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah. like it, like that's it's honestly the best way to describe Ardmore. Yeah, it's there's a lot of those around, man. And then it was so hard like hiring people there because everybody either worked at the prison or yeah. they had been at the prison. <laughs> yeah. So then they didn't qualify for the background check. So then they went to work at the prison. Yeah. That was pretty much the life of Ardmore. <laughs> Just a revolving door of casino, prison, casino, prison. Casino, prison, casino, prison. Yeah. What a life. And then fast food. Eh, you know, the fast food's cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The casino's cool. I'm not like, I don't know. I like the vibe of a casino. I'm not a gambler, but I like being in a casino. There's something about just being in a place where people can smoke. Yeah. I really like it. I have so many people that complain and bitch about it. And I'm like, dude. This is like the last bastion of American freedom, like being able to smoke indoors. I get having, I, like, I, I get the health concern as far as that, but I like that, that there's a choice. Exactly, there's got to be a place where people that are smokers can just be comfortable. That's the beauty uh, of America. I honestly agree with that. Yeah. Now, I do think that there should be, if there is a casino, maybe you should have a place that does have some non-smoking and some smoking, maybe possibly eventually down the line. Ah. Just for the people that are like don't want, I to, say, but they also say I like, say you make casinos two stories and you put the non-smokers on the t- on the second floor. And I'm all okay the with smokers that. on the first floor, and then it all funnels up. But you gotta remember, <laughs> casinos are mostly held by fat people, so eventually that second floor is just gonna come crashing down. That is true, <laughs> it, and a lot of people in canes and wheelchairs. Yeah, if you ever want to uh, figure out if the story of Wally's coming true, just go to a casino. Yeah, fair point. There are some 
pretty gnarly people in casinos. I mean, I'm I'm not throwing a stone. Look at my fat ass right here. Yeah, but like you're not like casino fat. Like casino <laughs> fat. Casino fat's different. It's a different kind of. It fat. is. I am part Cherokee though, so I already got that going. Hey, then you get yeah. some benefits. Yeah, diabetes too. Hey, uh, <laughs> I, I got that. That's running in my family, so yeah, I might have me too. it. <laughs> my dad just got diagnosed with diabetes this year or yeah, last my year. My dad got it when my dad caught the beatus when I was in college, I think, yeah. and then his dad before him. My dad got it, and now he's pissed. It's like he's adjusted well. Like he just like when we go to the Mexican restaurants and stuff like that, he has to get like a taco salad now instead of like getting what he used to have, like just like all greasy stuff like that. He yeah. has more of that kind of stuff and like he's on keto or some shit now and he's, See, I mean, he's adjusted I, to it well i'm gonna die so early because like <laughs> if they're like you can't eat certain things i'm gonna be like go yeah. fuck yourself i am going to eat a pizza dude like there's been times where like i real talk i've tried three times to qualify for like the gastric bypass shit and my insurances have never just qualified for me yeah uh it's it it takes a lot to get qualified for that shit yeah uh then there's like that's why there's so many people that go to mexico for it yeah i uh my ex-girlfriend it was like four uh, grand. I've heard it's like around four grand to get it done in Mexico, and then now there's a shit about people getting like kidnapped down there for like Americans yeah, get kidnapped. Yeah. And they're like, okay, but now I'm not gonna be fat anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, ee- my ex girlfriend's mom and her sister did that. Really? She didn't, but like they they went down there. She was like their driver. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, How was that experience? If you don't mind me asking, like as far as like, did they? Say I mean, it seemed to go well. I mean, they both stayed. Pretty. I mean, they both. Kept it off. They look good. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. I like I've like I've looked into it and I also did the height of my depression and shit like that. I was really big. Like I like I ballooned a lot during COVID and like I mean I'm down a little bit more. I, I don't know if you've heard some of my comedy, but like I talk about it a little bit. Like I'm down about seventy pounds this last year. Nice. Like Congrats. legit. Like I'm not, yeah. that's not like me exercising really. I'm not trying that hard. Yeah. It's more like I gave up soda and I Bro, just try to make better choices. Yeah. That's just that's all I did. And then I'm just trying to be more active as like I'm walking around Walmart and Target and stuff like that. Like yeah. you know when I go shopping and stuff. Like I'm not really doing anything different as far as just trying to make better choices. Like oh it's at one a.m. I don't really think I need to order fifteen tacos from Taco Bell. Yeah, I think I can just go to bed. Yeah. Sometimes I make those choices and I think I benefit from that. Yeah, it helps. <laughs> I uh, I have also because like I, I I went through a breakup last year and uh, shout so out to I've breakups. Been, yeah, the show's basically uh, made by one. It was a <laughs> nine year relationship. Or two. And, uh, yeah, we broke up and it was rough and it was sad and I live with my mom. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's fucking, it's, it's it's cool. Like it's, it's been interesting living with my mom because my parents got divorced when I was young. So this is like kind of like really like kind of the first time I've lived with my mom. Cause like we'd go see her on the weekends. Oh, okay. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So it's been kind of fun, like, like living with her as an adult and then, her like trying to mom me and i'm like yeah stop <laughs> yeah i'm 30 like uh, yeah. let me let me do my thing like uh well, she's I- always like all right well you know what are you doing tonight and i'm like what do you care you're gonna be in bed by eight <laughs> like who cares yeah like but no it's been interesting um there was a point to what i wanted to say to this i can't remember what it was it's okay yeah. i at one point I, I like i lived in tulsa for a bit and then I had to move back, and I moved into a trailer house on my parents' property because, like, they lived out in the Copan area. Okay, I don't know if you know where that is. It's on the state line of Kansas. Uh, they had twenty acres out there. Vaguely, uh, it's like Copan is even smaller than Dewey. It's like they have a truck stop with a restaurant and a gas station, and then a Dollar General and a high school. That's ah, it. Of course, they got a Dollar General. Yeah, every every place Dollar Generals pop up like Sonic. They're everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. Anything ruled, it's like somehow even they get Wi-Fi. I'm like, how the fuck did you even get that out there? Yeah. Like, Dollar General has a way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they have their own Wi-Fi reception. <laughs> and somehow those Sonic people, every time they open up a new one, they eventually get rid of the skates. They always try to open with you remember the skates Sonics? Yeah. They there's, did it they do it for a little bit. Yeah, there's always that one, and apparently you get a tip or you get more money if you do it. I guess it's just that's a big health like a safety concern. Yeah, that's probably what it is, is that yeah. it's like yeah, we'll do the skates for a minute, and then the first time fucking Billy falls and cracks yeah. his head open, it's like, well, shit. Yeah. We gotta take the fucking skates away. But every time that there's a new opening in Sonic, there's always gonna be some skaters starting out, and then it goes away yeah. little by little. Uh, you can always judge by how long that Sonic's been there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by how many broken ankles they have or something. <laughs> yeah, how many broken ankles, how many... You just see blood stains on the sidewalk. Every Sonic employee is also a roller derby. Like, like yeah, <laughs> they all have... They're all in slings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it... uh. No, it's yeah, I like I mean it's cool. Like I don't know, like I would never work at a place that would be like, You have to skate. I'd be like, Go fuck yourself. Yeah, like, I'm not doing that. Like, yeah, I, when I, I worked at a the big chain retailer that we all have, the big blue brand in every pla- in every, every retailer, you know, Walmart. Yeah. Uh 
I the they wanted to, they wanted to start the day every like I worked overnight overnights as a stalker. Mm-hmm. You know, stalker of food and stuff. That's a not, good time not to women. stalk people. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> that came later. Uh, <laughs> now I'm divorced. <laughs> <laughs> that was after they left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, if you really like this show, Unloading Meat, you will reach out to your favorite DoorDash or Uber Eats company and tell them to sponsor the show. Because it's kind of like a Mr. B situation where I spend so much fucking money on food being a fat ass that... If they were to sponsor the show, somehow that money would go directly back into the show in a weird way. So, yeah, get us a sponsorship. Now back to the show. You remember Pumped Up Kicks? Yeah. Like, that song's completely dark. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's well, really it's like dark. Uh, hey Ya is like a super sad song, yeah. but it's like it's done in a cheery way. Yeah. It's the I, genius. Yeah. It's just a genius way of doing music. I love this song. Uh, Oliver Tree. Uh, yeah. I'm a big Oliver Tree fan. I don't know if you know who that uh, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of his songs are very deep and have a lot of really good lyrics, and they're just a poppy, you know, dance beat. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a cool, it's a neat way of. It's neat. It's a neat yeah. way of doing music. Like, it's yeah. fun doing, like. It's the little things that get you get a uh, following. It'll yeah, go yeah. Because you can see the skill and the, the the songwriting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I love watching. Like I, I like I said, I play guitar, and I love watching guys on YouTube play guitar style uh, guitar solos in the style of other guitarists. Yeah. I just like I watched one. This guy did. He did Stairway to Heaven, and he did it as he did it in the style of. I think he did. I know he did Eddie Van Halen. Oh, that'd and be cool. And then he did it in the style of I think Slash, and then maybe it was David Gilmore. Maybe it was David Gilmore, who's my favorite guitarist personally. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Uh, David Gilmore, David Gilmore, Eddie Van Halen, Slash, and Pete Townsend. Those are my top four. Keith Richards too. Probably that's my top five. Keith Richards. I would have Keith Richards in mind. I have to throw Tom Morello in there somewhere. Morello's great. Morello is as just far as invent- inventiveness and stuff ex- like that. Like I have like, to, I have to give him an honorary mention. One thing like I always him. say about Tom Morello is like Tom Morello might not be like, like when you listen to his riffs, like his riffs are incredibly simple, yeah. but it's like amazing. But like yeah. his use of sound is beyond what anybody's yeah. ever been. Jack White too. I, 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 oh yeah, there. yeah. Jack like, White's incredible. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and then drummers. I, I'm a, I love listening to the, I, I'm a big drummer fan too Even though I never got to the drum Yeah Keith Moon is uh, mine Keith Moon Yeah Keith Moon's my boy I know everybody's like John Bonham But I'm like Keith Moon Keith Moon just played differently I gotta I mean it's I gotta go by the iconic bands Just what it means personally to me And Dave Grohl Dave Grohl's great Neil Peart I got yeah. I got I had the I'm a big Foo, Foo Fighters is one of my all-time favorite bands. Same. Uh, Dave love, Grohl just everybody in Nirvana and stuff yeah. like that. Grohl, uh, Dave Grohl just seems like the coolest fucking dude. Yeah. He just seems I was actually I've been wa- watching West Wing and uh it's a good show. In uh season 7 they actually have a little cameo in Oh really? It. Yeah, they have a little uh they they have a little cameo which I was like and it's like baby Dave Grohl. Really? Yeah, like not long hair, like very, you know. Oh, like uh, ever, uh not Everlong but like uh well Everlong. Probably like Everlong, it's that era probably uh, or maybe a little after. The me myself and Irene song he did. Uh uh Break Breakout. Yeah. That on that day where he's like is he fresh faced or he has a little bit of a goatee? He's got a little bit of a goatee. Breakout's okay. one of my favorites. That's songs. a great song. That's such a good one. Then I've had like, the Pleasure, the fortunate luck of seeing them, I think, twice. Nice. Yeah, I saw I, I, I want to see them so bad. I saw him when he broke his leg, so he was in the rock the rock. Throne. That was so cool when that doctor saved it and yeah. everything. That, that whole whole yeah. part of it was just I amazing. wasn't at that show, but I was on yeah. that tour. Yeah, and then... We had a big throne. Yeah, dude, it was nuts. And then uh, the next one was when they did the... I think it was right after Concrete and Gold came out, that album. I love the... Um, I'm a, I mean, like I said, I'm a big, huge... Foo Fighters fan, like the double album they had, uh, was it In Your Honor, or mm. one, the one that had the, the acoustic album also. Like they had a he had a song with Nora Jones, and it's freaking amazing. Yeah, um, it's him and Nora, uh, Virginia Moon, uh-huh. and it's uh, it's named after his mom because okay. mom's name is Virginia. Yeah, so like it's just him and Nora Jones singing it on with an acoustic guitar. Yeah, and it's a beautiful song. I, I would like highly that. recommend it. He's amazing. I mean, like, uh, they're, they're both amazing. I actually love yeah. Nora Jones too. Really? Yeah, I think she's awesome. Shout out the Lonely Island song that she did uh, yeah, with Chex Mix. Yeah, shout out the Lonely Island. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those guys fucking rule. I love their albums, man. They're just like that, that whole song about it's called uh, Dream Girl. Yeah. Dream Girl's a song. The yeah. they're like that first album they did that had like I'm on a boat and like dude, I would play. I remember I was a lifeguard when I'm on a boat came out. Yeah, it was like our summer job, and I remember my friend and I we would just roll into work with that blaring. 
And we were just like little fuckhead 17-year-olds. It, it made white people pay attention to T-Pain. Yeah. Man, T-Pain's <laughs> awesome. T-Pain is awesome. I, so shout cool. out T-Pain. Have you seen his War Pigs cover that he did? No. It's fucking gnarly, dude. Um, it's really I good. I watched his little uh, was it, Tiny Desk performance a couple years ago. Yeah. When he kind of came back. Yeah. Uh, and then like they had the... There's a the Tiny Netflix. Desk concerts are cool. I love Tiny Desk concerts. Yeah. Uh, there's a Netflix documentary of, like the history of music or history of rap or something like that. Mm. And there's an episode uh, about T-Pain and Auto-Tune. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's like the history of Auto-Tune. I think that's what it's called. I, um, and it's all about his career, like basically how he got famous from it. And then basically they're like, oh, well, everything's T-Pain. They, they basically canceled his career too. Yeah. Uh, it's a fascinating episode about yeah. his life and everything. And I mean, he's still putting out good yeah. shit. And, and like, super it's, he's actually like a very good, like talented. It's just auto-tune sounds cool. Yeah. Like auto-tune, it, it, like if used right, like I think he used it in a way that it's more of an instrument than it yeah. is like a way of fixing your voice. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. He revolutionized something. I well, feel then, like, like and then also, like, the, I mean, you can't discount also, like, the, the, the first big auto tune thing that happened was Cher. She did that song, Believe. Yeah. And that song is heavily auto tuned. Nobody really heard that electronic sound. Yeah. And using it like an instrument. Yeah. And I, I kind of like compare it to like how Morello used the guitar to make it like a rap sound. Yeah, to do the record scratch. Yeah. I know how to like, do that. I learned how to do that. Really? I figured out how to do uh, it. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> uh, but like the way he. It's he, not hard, but. <laughs> the way he used the instrument in a different way to make a different sound. Yeah. Like it's his... kind of like how they use auto tune to make it. Like, I honestly like dubstep, Chris Skrillex and stuff like that. Oh, I love, I like dubstep. I do like too. That. Like, I think that shit's so much fun. Like, Skr- like I know like Skrillex is whatever, but like you gotta, I was talking with a friend the other day. I'm like, you really have to give it up to Skrillex yeah. in a way. Like he, he really brought this to the fucking limelight. There's gotta be always a, the first like person that's gonna be the breakout star. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember showing my buddy, uh, his remix of cinema by Gary Go. Yeah. And it like my fr- it blew his fucking mind. It's funny how it all just really comes back. So like, uh, yeah, because like, uh, there's it's weird how much like the lyrics come to you just instantly too. Yeah, dude, I remembered every lyric to Violent Pornography. Yeah, I was like, I haven't heard this song in like probably chicks and sodomy. Yeah, it's probably been almost fifteen years. Like I used to jam to them so hard when I was in high school and college and all that. And it's so ch- there's such random lyrics. Oh yeah, I was actually thinking on the way. Uh, everybody, everybody. Yeah, I was actually thinking on the way here because uh, I was listening to "Vicinity of Obscenity." Yeah, and in that song, terracotta, terracotta, terracotta yeah. and then he's yeah. like, "Banana, banana." He does that. I was like, "Bro, the minions from Despicable Me would love oh my this God, song." Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, "Banana, banana, banana." I was, oh, it was making me laugh my ass off on the drive here thinking about it. Like, One of my favorite things ever was um, there's this uh, there's a I found it on SoundCloud. It's like um. It's a Ghostbusters remix. Nice. And it's like, uh, it's just a remix of the theme song, basically. But, like, it's super, like, I can't remember who it's by, but, like, it's super duper good, and I love it. And I remember one time I was, like, I was in college, and I was, uh, or maybe it was, like, after college. I think it was the year I graduated college. I uh, I was I was uh, tripping on acid, and, as uh, as one is to do. Yeah, I love psychedelics personally. <laughs> I think they're great. But um, I was tripping on acid, and I started to kind of get on the verge of a bad trip because, like, I was with my girlfriend because I, I was at home with my girlfriend at the time, and like her friend was there, and I kept feeling like they were mad at me for doing the acid. Yeah. Even though like they were both like, yeah, do the acid, it's cool. And then so I like usually what I'll do is I like to listen to music because I think it makes music like new to me. Yeah. So I was gonna be like, I'm gonna put on some. Comfortably, I have a live version of "Comfortably Numb" from the Pulse concert, and I was like, "I'm gonna put that on." I love, oh my god, because his soul, the way that's the best, that's the best version of that solo that's ever played. Like even for Gilmore himself, that's the best version he's ever. We're played. gonna, we're bonding so hard now because like one of my all-time favorite movies is The Departed. Yeah, and there's a live version of that song that's played. I think it's Roger Walters. Yeah, yeah. Roger Waters. Yeah, it's the wall from uh, when uh, he did it in Berlin. It's the yeah. band. The band but, is singing. And it's like the live performance. Or whatever. Yeah. It's like they have that and that's on the soundtrack and that is one of my all-time favorite just like versions of it. I love the yeah. live version of Comfortably Numb. Yeah. So I, I kind of relate to it. That's, uh, have you ever watched that concert? It's no. uh, it's the wall in Berlin. So it's Roger Waters with like a ton of acts. Like the Scorpions open it up with on the in the flesh and then like Brian Adams does Young Lust. Cindy nice. Lauper does Another Brick in the Wall. Uh, but the band, they come out and they do uh, Comfortably Numb. Okay. And it's like the band, and I think Van Morrison's in there too. Um, but yeah, dude, that entire concert is so... 
fucking good. My only issue, though, with Watch, because, like, I am such a fucking Pink Floyd fan. Like, they're my favorite band. David Gilmore's my favorite My favorite's guitarist. Queen. Queen is amazing, too. My, my, so, like, I, I, yeah. Like, Queen's a top five Pink band. Pink Floyd's out there for me, for me though. Yeah. yeah. Queen is easily a top five band. I think Brian May is incredibly underrated as a guitar player. Oh, yeah. And then, like, yeah. Just and the way he, I think he, Freddie built, Mercury, he made his own guitar, right? Like, yeah, built it out that, of yeah. this, like, fucking fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I think Freddie Mercury's the greatest rock singer, though. I I don't think there's anybody yeah. better than Freddie. I would say he's one of the greatest singers. Like, uh, the, the top sure. five. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, Mariah Carey has to be in there just for her octaves. And yeah. Like that, yeah. And, like, I mean, there's, I mean, yeah, I don't see a list. If you did a top 10 list, I can't see a list that doesn't have Freddie yeah. on it. But um, going back to. What I was saying, anytime I watch The Wall live and it's not like with David Gilmore, I hate the guitar solo because I'm just like, it's never good. It's uh, it's one of the and it's one of those things where I'm like, it is good, Zach. You know, it's good. And yeah. I'm like, it is a good guitar solo, but it's just not it doesn't have the power behind it from like when Gilmore plays yeah. it, you know. So like uh, I can compare it to like so like I said, I'm a big Foo Fighters guy. Uh, They had a live concert from Hyde Park uh-huh. and they put it on direct TV for like free and stuff like that. And Brian May and uh, uh, the drummer from I'm blanking on the drummer from uh, uh, from Queen. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Roger Taylor. Roger Taylor. Yeah, they came out for the encore, and Taylor Hawkins, the drummer, came did the song. Yeah, and they, they do s- under pressure. They did tie your mother down. Oh. and they had Brian May and Roger Taylor doing the drums and the guitar. Yeah, Dave Grohl doing the guitar, and they were doing like back to back doing guitars, doing yeah. tie your mother down, and uh, Taylor singing it. Yeah. And it's in front of like fifty thousand people in Hyde Park in England. Yeah. So it's Queen in England with Faith Fighters doing this song, and now I can't hear another version of "Tidy Your Mother Down" because that's so good. Even yeah. though I love the Freddie Mercury version too. Yeah. That's that live performance is so fucking cool. There's actually a version of um of um fuck what is it called? Somebody to love. I yeah. think it was like the Freddie Mercury tribute, but George Michaels sings it. George Michaels does it live, uh, and I I personally think it's incredible. Like yeah. I have a hard time listening to it, and like I you know George, I'm not a huge George Michaels fan. I yeah. respect George Michaels, may he rest in peace. But like, dude, yeah. that performance made me a fan. I was yeah. like, dude, this is. Uh, I so like I wasn't a Maroon Five fan for a long time, and then yeah. I got free to- concert tickets once to the BOK. Mm-hmm. Uh, and went there and like they dude, they're such showmen. Like honestly, like even though they're full pop songs, when they do it live, it's full band and he's playing guitar and it's like a full rock show. Yeah. And like they even have like a stair like a staircase like or like a bridge come down from the rafters and he walked out in the middle of the crowd yeah. for the encore. Like it was a real good rock show, actually. Yeah. Made me a fan of him. But uh Howard Stern has him on there all the time and Adam Levine did a cover of Purple Rain for Howard Stern's birthday. Oh wow. And it's him and it's the lead singer Pat something from Train. Oh, okay. And they're performing Purple Rain in front of Howard for his birthday on this yeah. live crowd. And it's pretty it's good. breathtaking. Yeah. Like it's I can imagine it's pretty good. It's pretty fucking good. And that's that's Prince. And that's that's an iconic yeah. song. Did you ever see the did you see Hart do Stairway to Heaven at the Kennedy Center mm-hmm. Awards? Dude, after this, you should YouTube that. Okay. That, that is a we're gonna movie. have to have a list of me and you like yeah. send like some. That is stuff. a moving performance. So like the they were honoring Led Zeppelin at the Kennedy Center Awards, so they had Hart come out. And do Stairway to Heaven. Oh, okay. Kennedy City Center Honors. Like, yeah. Yeah. And dude, it is fucking killer. Like, every time I watch, like, think, talking about it now is yeah. giving me goosebumps. Um, it's honestly how I feel about Tom Morello. Uh, Bruce Springsteen brought him out for uh, The Ghost of Tom Joad. Yeah, the 25th anniversary. Yeah. I have that on DVD. Yeah. Yeah. And that live performance, you see Bruce, like, like it's like almost, like, not that they're battling, but it's like solo, 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 solo. Like, that was one of the moments where I was like, holy shit, Tom Morello is incredible. Yeah. And you see Bruce Springsteen's face, because like, he does his solo, then Tom does his solo. Yeah. And then Bruce does it, and then Tom, and you see Bruce goes like, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I actually uh, just had the opportunity to see Bruce Springsteen. How was it? Dude, it. Instantly was a top three concert. Like, was it his Broadway show or like, no? Was it was it? the East Street Band. They came oh. to the BOK Center. Nice. So I went on a big Bruce Springsteen kick last year, and I was telling my dad about it, and it was like right around my birthday, and he was like, "Well, I might have something for your birthday." And so he had got tickets, but he hated the seats, so he got other tickets, and he was just gonna sell the other ones. But then he was like, "Well, since it's your birthday, I'll just give them to you." And so I went, and dude. That fucking guy, he's like 70-something. Yeah. He, so where we were sitting, so like, um, it's me and like my lady friend that I haven't seen, girlfriend I guess I'd call her, uh, <laughs> don't 
don't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> she, so she's there. And, like, we're kind of, like, on the far side. So, like, the whole, it's kind of, like, in the round, but it's, like, he's still back here. But, yeah. like, there you can, you, there's people sitting behind the stage, basically. But, like, we could see him coming out from behind, and, like, we saw the band, and, like, the band comes walking out on the stair, like, up the stairs. Everybody starts cheering. He comes in, th- he comes out through the back, you know? Place goes fucking nuts. And, I mean, for two hours and 45 minutes, they did not stop playing. And it was just, like, you know when you, like, watch a concert, it's, like, yeah, it looks like they're having a good time. Yeah. But, like, they genuinely looked like they were just having the most fun. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It was just, like, incredible. Uh, The last big, big concert, like, and it's been a while, like, as far as, like, as far as, like, a BOK or concert like that. Because uh, I've seen comedians and I've seen, like, wrestling and stuff there. But as far as musical acts, I saw Metallica at the BOK. Yeah. And uh, it was on Kirk's birthday. It was like this was like oh eight or something like that. Oh wow! Um, it was right when the BOK like first opened and stuff like that. It was like a big thing for Metallica to come to Tulsa. Yeah. And uh, they were doing uh, was it one uh, Metallica? Well, yeah, the song. Yeah. Uh, and it's James Hetfield doing the solo at the beginning, and he starts he hits a wrong note, and you hear him go fuck like. <laughs> and like, I, 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 we're in the like the pit area. Yeah. And like you just hear like. Fuck! <laughs> I always remember that. It's yeah. just I see him, and like, I don't think he was having a good time that night. Yeah. And then like, even at like the end, they sing uh, Kirk "Happy Birthday" as the encore and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I could tell that all of them but him were having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Man. Yeah. It takes like night. it takes one little. You know, like, I, if, hey, shit, I do yeah. it too. Like, yeah. I'll I'll be doing a show, and if I miss a tag and a joke or something, yeah. People will be like, dude, that was a good set. And I'll be like, fuck you. No, it wasn't. But then you can also <laughs> see like, like, I missed how, a joke. I'm how pissed. many reps they've done and how much work they put into it to where it's like they're still doing a job. Like, it's yeah, like, you're going to. I can see you having a bad night, but he still put on a great performance and yeah. had a good show. And I mean, it's just a little mistake. Yeah. Nobody's going to be mad. It happens yeah. all the time. The, but you can just see trick, by his facial expressions. The trick, you know is just to, the trick is just to play through it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you just play through it. That's yeah. all you got to do. That was just like the one moment where I was like, man, this feels exactly like playing like Guitar Hero Metallica. Like when I hear the wrong notes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, uh, yeah, no, live music is just something, there's something, like, really, I end up, when I go to a concert, watching the crowd more than I watch the show, because there's something, there's something incredibly cool about all of us being there for this one thing, Yeah, and it makes you realize how much you could genuinely have in common with people, Yeah, if you just kind of let go of ideology, (laughs) and it's just very interesting, and it's like, everybody in this room probably believes in a different type of thing, Yeah. And it's like, but we all believe in this one thing, you know? Yeah. And I just think there's something cool about that. There's something neat. I forgot. I, I also saw Weezer at the BOK. Like, uh, the Weezer oh. and the Pixies. I was at that show. Yeah, it was like two years ago or something like that. Yeah, two, three years ago. that was the first, that was one right of the- Right before COVID. It was right before. Yeah, right before. That yeah. was one of the first shows I think I, I, like, my brother and I have gotten to do a few shows, like, together of just him and I. Yeah. And that was I, that was one of them, and that was so much fun. That was great. And then he had that little boat that he went around. Yeah, he went right. I have a photo of him going like yep. right, like he was was right there. I was like, holy shit, that was a good ass show. Yeah, the Pixies were great too because yeah. the Pixies just came out and played and then left. Yeah, I was like, no, like hello, they just came out. Yeah, thank you, goodbye. Yeah, that was just it. It was it. Uh, it was, I was like respect. And openers, man, can make or break. When I did when I watched Maroon Five, the opener was. Do you remember Al City? Yeah, he's coming. He's coming to Canes, I think. He's coming it was, somewhere. It was them. It was him and uh, Neon Trees as another band. Uh, yeah, I like. I liked one of their songs. Yeah, uh, every uh, everybody talks. Yeah, like, yeah, I like that song. That was like a that was like a song that came out the summer I was a lifeguard or something. So we would hear it all the time. Yeah, I'm like so, like it was Al City opening, and then Neon Trees, and then Maroon Five. Allison came out and was like, how's everybody doing in Tulsa? And it was just silence. <laughs> and he did his song, like Fireflies or whatever the fuck it was. And it was just, this whoever was his sound mixer or whatever, it, he sounded like shit. Oh, that's Like, sucks. it sounded horrible. And, like, everybody was just like, oh, the show just started. Time to go to the sessions. Yeah. And these people are just walking out. Yeah. And then as, like, I'm getting drinks for me and my first wife at the time, Neon drinks at the stage and does that everybody talks. And it yeah. just, their sound was so much better than his. Yeah. They sounded just perfect. Weird and brought everybody back. Yeah, and then Maroon Five was great, but like yeah. Al City was trash that night. Man, that's so it's odd. so weird. Like, yeah, they, they were bad. That's like, unfortunate. It was, it, Sorry, Al City. Yeah, like and honestly, it's just because the sound like you, it just sounded like you could hear the mics, like the the, the electronic sound behind it. It yeah. just wasn't mixed. Well, it just sounded like shit. Yeah, that. Ha- I mean, 
And it just one of the, was not going to be a good time for him. One of the best sounding concerts I ever saw was ACDC. Really? ACDC Live is like. I don't perfect. know. Are we going to get that anymore now that he's like so deaf and everything? Like, uh, I don't know. They, I don't think they've toured since Malcolm died. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I'm surprised that the Stones are still going out there. Oh, like, man. and they still put on such a show. It's crazy. If I had the chance, I'd probably see him. Because, yeah. I mean, I love Mick. I like Mick Jagger, and I love yeah. Keith Richards. I think they're, you know, I love that whole band. But. I want um, Another one I want to see is Chili Peppers. I want to see Chili Peppers so bad. I, like, I like the Chili Peppers. I know the Chili Peppers get their shit, but I will say, like, John Frusciante is an incredible on guitar. Yeah. I would probably see the Chili Peppers live. The first memory I have of them is, like, do you remember Scar Tissue? Yeah. Remember the the video for that where they're all like busted up on a beat up like car like they look like they got into a car yeah, wreck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the first memory I have of him is like he's playing the solo on his brusted guitar, and I know it's now it's theatric. It's just a boat like the top of the guitar is busted over. Yeah, and he's just playing this, and the strings are all everywhere. But he's doing the solo, and like I was a kid or something, I was like, dude, he's playing that guitar, broken guitar so well. <laughs> How's he doing? That? Yeah. Then I was like, oh, I like the Chili Peppers now. And yeah. then like I got into them through that, and then I was like, oh, I went back watch the video. It's like. Oh, he wasn't. It's a fucking video. It's a, it's a metaphor. But like, can't stop has one of the best riffs. Like, I can play it. Do well. I had a few friends back in college. We decided to start a little group, and we. So my parents went to. I have family in Pennsylvania, so my parents were like, "Hey, we're going to Pennsylvania," and I was working, so I was like, "Well, I'm working, so I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna go because I want to make money." Yeah. So my friends and I, we all ended up putting together this little band. Like it was like me and my buddy Cameron, who could play guitar. Our friend Joseph, who's probably the most talented out of all of us, who's actually was in a legit band that you can find on Spotify. Nice. And then um, our friend Marshall, who had never played drums in his life. And then my buddy Eric, who uh, sang. And uh, Eric, Eric was an all right singer. Uh, struggled on some songs, but he's all right. But a great frontman, incredible frontman, had the sex appeal of it and all. But um. <laughs> So what we ended up doing is we we basically we put on a concert. We learned a set list. So we basically figured out a set list of like I think we did like twelve songs, and we built. Uh, so my parents have like two acres of land, and there's like this little storage house in the back, and we built a stage nice. on the back of it, and we put like these pillars up, and we hung lights, and like had a big banner. We called ourselves Smashbox. <laughs> yeah, I still have the banner. <laughs> Everybody, my dad was like, like Matchbox Twenty. I'm like, no, Smashbox, stupid. Um, <laughs> of course, we were like, we. It's just because we would smash boxes at the at the pool. Oh, and fuck. so we were like, Smashbox. That's what everybody thinks. There's like something like sexual behind it. We're like, no, we were literally just smashing boxes one day at the pool, and we were like, Smashbox, and Dude, we were like, band name. It's kind of like when everybody asks what unloading meat means. This episode of unloading meat is not brought to you by your favorite VPN. Providers such as Express or Nord or any other VPN product that is constantly bombarding you with ads on every podcast, YouTube clip, everything that you ever watch. Hell, I'm half exp- honestly VPNs. You guys should just be advertising on every Pornhub site and any kind of adult site because, guys, if you're ever trying to you know wank one off real quick and you need to be sure sure that your favorite cable provider is not browsing on it hop on a vpn and guys if you're tired of these fake weird ads reach out to those vpns and tell them to sponsor on loading meat now back to the show all right guys we're back with zach amen and zach i think it's time for the preheat the preheat oh Ooh, it's yeah. hot and zach um if you're unfamiliar with the preheat i grew up fat Mm-hmm. So I, I like tell. <laughs> you can't tell. I grew <laughs> up to be tell. fat. No, I was always fat. I'm still fat. Uh, husky. Anyway, <laughs> you're like I want to check my watch as I fucking talk about. Fat I just jokes. Got, no. I just got a message. And I was seeing what it was. Oh, you, I thought you were just. like... I just got this, so I'm still getting used to it. I was like, I I'm gonna treat myself. I, I thought your Apple Watch was like, are you fat? We're gonna get some health updates. <laughs> <laughs> I set every health update to like the bare minimum. <laughs> They're like, you walked 40 steps. Congrats. I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> it's like the little goals make me happy. <laughs> I accomplished something. But, uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that was good. Uh, uh, on the preheat, I like, I know I'm going to get some dirty, horrible trolls, you know, putting this out there. Mm-hmm. So I will read their dirty, disgusting comments on the show. Uh-huh. But they have to email them to me and send a picture of themselves so that we can retort. Oh. 
I think that's fair. So I'll read their horrible comments, but yeah. I get to roast them back once I start getting them. <laughs> so if you want to be on the preheat. It's just a bunch of handsome men. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, God damn it. How yeah, do that's we why roast? I close my grinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, on the preheat, you can send the, your requests, or if you want to do your submissions, send them to unloadingmeat at gmail.com, subject preheat, and uh, include your photo, and we'll read your comments online. <laughs> uh, I don't have any viewer mail right now. Zach, do you have an example of a trollish comment or a roast joke you have for me? Uh, it's like the comic book guy from The Simpsons with Downs. <laughs> with Downs? With Downs. Because I was going to say heavily autistic, but I was like, well, he probably already is heavily autistic. Definitely heavily, but like, definitely. <laughs> I, don't <know> about, <laughs> I don't know about the other one. Thank you very much, sir. That was a great preheat segment we had, guys. And again, if you want to be on the preheat, send it to unloadingmeat at gmail.com. When it comes subject to, preheat. When it comes to roasts, I generally need like three weeks to stress right. <laughs> <laughs> on the spot, it's scary. Well, man, uh, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. It Thanks means a lot. Me. Uh, where can everybody reach you at? Where can they find you at? So you can follow me. I really just have Instagram. I used to have Twitter. Deleted it. I hated it. Twitter okay. just made me feel like awful about the world, and it made me realize that the world is not Twitter. <laughs> and so I have an Instagram, which I love, because I can just look at strong women and butts all day. <laughs> and uh, What's your Instagram? My Instagram is at reallyzachamon. Really, Zach Amon? Because you always see real so-and-so, and I'm like, no, but it's really me. <laughs> really, Zach Amon. <laughs> it's really me. And then uh, and then Facebook, Zach Amon. You can just find me there if you want to friend me or whatever. I post a lot of my your podcast. Shows. And then, yes, I, uh, I'm a co-host of a podcast called Getting Greasy. Uh, if, you like, if you're a fan of the Trailer Park Boys, we... We do. It's all about the trailer. I mean, it's not now because we've they've, we've run out of content. Like they yeah. we've ran through everything on Netflix and all their new shit. So like, we're doing a lot of their online shit right now. But yeah, but check it out. It's a lot of fun. It's kind of bro hangy. We're doing movie reviews, kind of a thing. But yeah, it's uh, me, my buddy Devo, and our boy Sean, who used to be a nice. Tulsa comic here, but lives in Boston now. Oh, nice. And uh, that's what you were talking about when you Skype him, or you? Uh... Yeah, yeah. We zoom in with him. And, uh, yeah, it's a fun podcast. It, it's, it's a little while. Because when we started the show, we kept in, we kept true to, like, the Trailer Park Boys where we would get, like, drunk and high and, you know, talk about the episode. We would manage taking a 22-minute episode and talking about it for two and a half hours. And that's just <laughs> kind of been, yeah. yeah, that's just kind of been our thing. And uh, we have wonderful fans and great people. If you just want a podcast that'll kill your time, we're a great podcast to kill time. Any shows in like the Mayish area or anything? Uh, or you want to uh, uh, shout out the Hunt Club? Yeah, check. I'm at the Hunt Club every Wednesday. Sign up at seven thirty. Show starts at eight. It's I don't like to say it, but I've been told that it is the best open mic in Tulsa. Take that with what you will. I love the venue, man. I had a blast doing it last time I was there. Yeah, I was happy to have you there. It was. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I can't wait till they open up the outside and see. I want to perform outside today too. Yeah, once it, we did it last night outside, so now that it's starting to get a little nicer. We can do it. Yeah. Um, in May, I have a show May 12th with Hugo Willie. I'm not exactly sure where that's going to be at. And then I'm doing a show for Nicholas Danks on Friday, May 26th. I believe that'll either be at the Rose Lounge or somewhere else. Just follow me on my Instagram and Facebook, and I'll post all the info there, and you'll see it. Nice, man. I should probably be like more legit as a comedian, and I'm working on it, but I'm just a lazy cock. <laughs> Well, man, thank you so much for being on the loading. Thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun. This is awesome. Dude, thank you so much. No problem, man. Uh, Guys, this has been Zach Amon. I'm Jared Ralphie Allen. This is Unloading Meat. Take care, guys. See you. Bye. Have a great time.